The following story contains subjects of a potentially triggering nature. Topics such as physical abuse, domestic violence, controlling partners, gaslighting, sexual coercion, fat shaming, slut shaming, misogyny, and trauma-induced mutism are prevalent in this story. The individuals commenting on these topics do not condone them in any way, and the opinions stated by the narrator and their guests are not that of the author. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Suffer With Me, a podcast where I obsessively read bad fiction found for free on the internet and make my friends listen. None of these stories are being read as a way to make fun of their authors or for anything other than lighthearted fun and nostalgia for the beautiful tropes and trends that appear in fiction written by young authors. We all have nothing but love for the young people who have written these stories and support them in their explorations wholeheartedly. I am your narrator, Jess. I'm Amanda. I'm Ivy. And I'm Elise. <sighs> where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Um, like a few months ago, I <laughs> was advertised for a uh, app that was pay to read where they blatantly took stories off of Wattpad. And I became obsessed with these ridiculous werewolf fictions. And I started making my friends listen to me read them to them, whether they wanted to or not. Well, I was various states and inebriated, like I am now, with a bottle of wine in. I'm also a bottle of wine in. Cheers. I um, just like this. Yeah, this is just how we are. Half a bottle of wine and two tacos. This is just, this is me. This is my natural state in quarantine. And I figured everybody could use a little bit of brightness in their day. And nothing brightens my day more than reading werewolf fiction. I personally am very happy that young femmes are being able to write and publish their own stories and even kind of happy in a way where it is allowed to be monetized. Get that money. No shame in that game. Yeah, Um, I'm pretty sure all of us wrote worse stuff than this for free. Oh, guaranteed. Absolutely. Yep. I have several Twilight fanfictions that I am ashamed of. (laughs) But when, when I was, when I was younger, I definitely did write this kind of thing. And there's something like beautiful in like the ridiculousness that is young teenage femme fiction, be it fan fiction or original fiction. Uh, And it follows some of the strangest tropes. So like, I am not doing this in a way to make fun of the authors at all, but as a, a way for us to kind of look back in the mirror at what we once were with a little, with some older insight and some appreciation while also giggling at some of the ridiculousness of it um done I also all I also think lots of nostalgia I, I also think it's important to say that you you have to be able to laugh at yourself looking back and oh, so for sure. like um, like 90 percent of what we're doing yeah so I'm going to start us off with by reading the the story that started all this which is a mute rejected mate by twilight 27 you can find it on wattpad I'm only going to be reading the chapters that can be found for free on Wattpad. Um, you can find them on pay to read and other websites, but uh, I don't want to take money out of the author's pocket if I can avoid it. So the stuff that is for free is what we will be reading today. Chapter one, the beginning. It's a good place My to start. whole life. Yeah, that's usually a good place to start. My whole life has been nothing. I have no purpose but to cook and clean for my pack who constantly treat me horribly. My mother and father died to rouges and my older brother. I'm sorry. What was that? It gets me every time. (laughs) I know they mean rogues. I know they mean rogues. rogues. But this says rouges. My older brothers don't care about me enough to protect me from the bullies. 
hell. They are the bullies. They think I'm the reason my parents are dead. Classic, right? How is that classic? How is that classic? You know, how many 14 year olds older brothers are thinking that they're responsible for their parents' deaths for this to be a classic moment? And if memory serves, they're like significantly older. It's not like a year or two. Yeah. That's just a classic relatable situation. (laughs) Classic. Uh, It's basically the same old story. I have an older brother. You do have an older brother. It's basically the same old story. I was outside at 14, not doing anything. That is relatable. That is that is relatable. <laughs> so much loitering. I heard a loud growl and looked up to see a rouge. My parents came rushing out. The wolf leaped and was about to reach me before my father came and knocked him away. A bunch of other wolves came and attacked my parents. My mother screamed for me to get inside. But when I turned around to run, there was a huge wolf. It was gray, and it was looking at me, growling so much it shook the ground beneath me. As he lunged for me, my mother shifted and took the hit. She died instantly. (laughs) Instantly? Her mother was made of uh, water balloons. (laughs) God, what was this? The Japanese bullet train of a wolf? Yeah. (laughs) Instantly liquefied. Um... You could hear my father whimpering before growling almost as loud as the gray wolf as he continued to fight. Finally, the wolves took my father's life before the others in my pack could come. The wolves ran, and when my pack finally arrived, all they saw was my mother and father lying dead on the ground and me on my knees, covered in blood. Whoa, whoa, I'm drunk. Um, blood covering my hands and legs. They didn't ask anything. Who doesn't? Wait, what? didn't ask what? anything. I feel what happened is a pretty standard question in this situation. Yeah, yeah like, you, like, you come upon what's going on, you're like, a member of your yeah. community surrounded by blood and her dead parents, and you're not like, um, can I get a little bit of context? Like, <laughs> yeah, just for context, please. Yeah, like, um, are you yeah. okay? I have no idea. They didn't help me. They accused me. From 14 to 15 is when you shift. They thought I shifted, went crazy, and killed my parents. My brothers hate me. My alpha always looked at me in disgust. My other pack members would always have a mean comment or saliva to spit on me. <laughs> So what I'd like to know is, is this a common problem amongst werewolves? Do you just, do you just, as a werewolf, spend your life living with werewolves who went crazy and killed their parents? And so as a culture, you're just rude to them. <laughs> I would love for this to be like a weird cultural phenomenon. <laughs> just like werewolves that you have to be rude to, like culturally you have to. Right. But because like, I mean, if it's a common problem. For us to be a little rude to somebody who killed their parents. Yeah, but like I get that if it's a common problem, they wouldn't question it. But if it's not a common problem, like then why did they just assume? The issue is that just being rude is like the answer. <laughs> That's true. Like in, that- in our society, if you kill your parents, there's a little bit more at stake than people just being rude to you. Yeah, yeah but we like, also don't just assume you killed your parents because it doesn't happen every day. 
so we're not just like, oh, another parent killer. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, forensic killers, another teenage parent killer. I need more wine. <laughs> no, I watched this episode of Forensic Files like this right before we recorded. <laughs> of course you did. My parents were beloved people in the pack. My father, a brave warrior, and my mother, a kind person. I have questions. If her father was a brave warrior, why was everyone prepared that an untrained 14-year-old could just take him out? No problem. And then her mom for shits and giggles. Like, yeah, every, everyone what? was perfectly prepared to believe that. He was no not questions. that great of a warrior then. No questions asked. Yeah. I have some questions. <laughs> I have many but you're questions. the only one. They don't have questions, just us. They both, ha- yeah, they weren't going to ask what happens. <laughs> just, Listen, we're, I know we're, what we're happened here. Great at critical thinking. This was written in point. I'm not ragging on the author, I'm ragging on the pack. On the, oh. yeah, the pack. Werewolves as a whole. Werewolves as a whole. We can rag on werewolves, that's fine. I will rag on werewolves as much as they They both had such big hearts. They kept our family together. After their death, my siblings and I were forced to move into the pack house. My brothers got beautiful, big rooms. I got the attic. I cook and clean and basically do anything else they tell me. No one gives me any sort of positive attention. I thought my brothers would be there for me, but they're the worst. My oldest brother, Micah, he is the meanest. He's 24. He has brown hair with gray eyes. They will, he will come up to me. Wine, damn you. Like I, I feel like I have to reiterate, half of these mistakes are going to be me because I am drunk. Uh, and half of them are genuinely bad, in the text. Is it just reading bad or is it actual text mistakes we may never know? I don't know. A little M column A, a little O column B. Could be both. He will come up to my room and yell at me before slapping me hard across the face and knocking me to the ground. He isn't satisfied until he sees blood. I can cry and cry, but nothing works. It only encourages him. My other brother is Steven. He's 22. He has light brown hair and gray eyes. He doesn't hit me like Micah, but he still hits me. <laughs> he usually smacks me really hard or pushes me down, but never draws blood. He always glares at me. My mother was Alice. She had dark brown hair that fell to her shoulders with gray eyes and stood at a good five foot five. She always made you feel better when you were down. She was the most amazing cook and would cook for soup kitchens with soup kitchens when she could. Hear enough about people who are amazing cooks than deciding to go cook for soup kitchens. It's true. Yeah, good it's for true. you, Alice. Alice is a great person. Sorry she died instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad she was made of water balloons. <laughs> My father was James. He had blonde hair with dark brown eyes. He was very tall, almost six foot four. He was one of the best fighters the pack has ever had. Clearly not. But an untrained 14 year old <laughs> responsible for his death. Yes, he was as tough as nails with a heart of gold. He would make you feel safe and protected and always gave you a good laugh. Then, why did we get two full paragraphs physically describing dead people? To make them real for us. Mm -hmm. So we mourn them too. I mean, it was a choice. The patron saints, Alice and James, mourn their passing. Alice was killed instantly by a titanium wolf. <laughs> I was just sitting here wondering how long you would keep going. <laughs> yeah, we were all just very impressed. <laughs> and there's me, Lucy. Somebody please keep note that this girl's name is Lucy. I'm gonna forget. I'm also 18. Gonna forget. 
I have long, dark brown hair, almost to my waist. I got my father's dark eyes. I am 5'4". I never used to believe I was fat. That was never a problem. But after everything with my parents, that's all I heard. You're fat. <laughs> so she murdered someone, they think. You're Two people, me. a You're double murderer, and the worst thing they can think of to call her is fat. You're fat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's clearly the I most devastating insult. No, just, that says a lot about like the pressure that our society puts on teenage girls to be thin. It does. It can be widely considered a double murder, at least homicide. Like, you have committed double homicide, and the worst thing that you can say is that, is that you're fat. fat. God. God. That makes me so upset, because I'm fat as shit. Yeah. Like, as a, as a fat person, I just... I took a break between recording this to eat a taco. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the fact, I, the fact I that people... Are more I afraid. Pasta to be delivered to my house so I can lie in bed naked and eat pasta. Like, well, okay. Like, also, this is also partly quarantine, right? We're all yeah. going. I but mean, like, the fact is, that the fact like that, that anyway. people are like the that teenagers who write stories like this seem to be less afraid for their characters to be considered murderers than they are to be considered fat just it, it's it it says some not great things i don't yeah because like at the end of the day it might be a fat bitch both titles that i claim proudly but like i, I didn't kill my parents we've derailed <laughs> we've, we've derailed the bullet train that instantly killed her mother <laughs> Uh, whoops we killed some more parents <laughs> but after everything with my parents that's all i heard you're fat i now can never look in the very small cracked mirror i have without wanting to cry i know i shouldn't let it get to me but when the girl i used to call my best friend said it i nearly broke down right then and there Throw now, the don't whole get me wrong away right now don't get me wrong i don't always let them walk all over me I usually always give them a mean comment back. I spit right back at them. I punched my best friend in the face when she called me fat. That's I even so- threw the pack slut into the lake when she said I didn't know how to keep my legs closed just because I accidentally ran into her current boy boy. I'm sorry, did uh- you say the pack slut? I did. The pack slut. The pack slut. Is that okay. an official title? I, I want to put, put a pin in pack slut. And, and so she bumped into a guy. Yeah. The woman made a comment to her. And her response was to pick her up bodily and chuck her into a lake. <laughs> yep. I, mean, I that... even threw the pack slut into a lake when she said I didn't know how to keep my legs closed and ran into her current boy toy. Yeah. So she bumped into a guy. His girlfriend made a mean comment to her. And so she picked her up and chucked her bodily into a lake. Our girl might have anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Of course, I usually got beat by my brothers when I did that. The alpha, Marcus, used to be very nice to me. He was very tall at six foot five with black hair and piercing gray eyes. Another I think I've illusion. been trying to keep count. I think we're up to like six people with gray eyes. Now he is evil and always finds ways to make me end up in mud. Literally. He never lets me shift. 
and I haven't heard from my wolf in almost a year. She was usually there telling me to be strong, but eventually her voice was just a whisper until it just became silence. I'm sorry, until it just becomes silence. I edited that while I was reading. The Luna, Claire, used to be kind too. She always, she'd always take me places, add, talked to me and helped me if I had any troubles. She's very pretty with brown hair and blue gray eyes. Great. Oh, so now she ignores gray. me. She doesn't look at me or talk to me unless she wanted something to eat or something like that. They have a son named Xavier. I think this is our um, love interest is Xavier, if I remember correctly. Hmm. I've never met him. <laughs> oh, he is 26. Wait, isn't Lucy 18? Lucy is 18 and this dude is 26. And she's not just 18. She's an 18-year-old shut in with no friends. Yeah. And abuse issues. Right? And anger problems. (laughs) He's going to become Alpha tomorrow. He hasn't met his mate yet, but his parents gave him the job since he wants it so badly. Is that how that works? So the current Alpha is just voluntarily retiring because his... 26-year-old son decided he wants the job. Yeah, what kind of parenting is that? Like, my kid was whining about wanting my job, so I just gave it to him. Like, that says nothing about his leadership skills. <laughs> That's not even further proof. Alpha. That is so much further proof this was not written by a boomer. <laughs> because they never retire. I've also heard he's a huge... Wait, no, I skipped a line. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. I've never seen him, but I know he's very good looking from what I hear. I've also heard that he's a huge player. Every night, he has another girl in his bed. The Wait, strangest so he's thing not is, the pack slut. Yeah, he's not the pack slut. Some other girl is <laughs> that got thrown into a lake. <laughs> on top of it. The strangest <laughs> thing is, all these things that have happened to me, those didn't make me silent. It was what happened next that made me mute. That's God, the that's, end of chapter one. That's ominous. I know. Let's, uh... So, like, let's, let's let's recap some things that we've learned, right? So the main character is Lucy. She's got two brothers named, um... Steven and Micah. Thank you. <laughs> Her parents were Alice and James. Everybody except Lucy has brown hair and gray eyes. <laughs> Just like Elise. <laughs> and, um... Xavier is the 26-year-old guy who's going to be the alpha tomorrow. Because he wants it really bad. And whatever happens next is what makes Lucy mute. So when you say, when you have a cliffhanger like that, that's, you know, whatever happens next is what makes me mute. I am expecting whatever happens next to literally be in the next chapter. I'm going to be pissed if we... (laughs) I'm going to be pissed if we read the next chapter and this girl ain't mute. <laughs> like, um, I'm not going to be reading all of these because of memory serves. I think this is 48 chapters long. That is many. It is so many. But we'll, we'll find out next time. We will find out next time what made Lucy mute. <laughs> Maybe. If it's in the next chapter. Maybe. 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 All Perhaps. Right. This, this has been Suffer With Me. And we have suffered... We have so suffered. I'm excited for next time. Oh, we do this for you, our adoring public.